Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. It is our privilege now to be welcomed in studio by a man who's coached two Final Four teams, a man who is now in the Basketball Hall of Fame, Coach Bob Huggins from West Virginia. Congrats on the Hall of Fame, Coach. Thank you very much. How did that feel? This just happened a couple months ago. Yeah, felt great. <laughs> any uh, any wild encounters? Did, did you? I'm shooting. You know most of the people, but did you have any conversations during the Hall of Fame induction weekend that would blow us away with Hall of Famers? Well, I listened to George. I listened to George Carl for quite a bit. Oh, by choice or by? <laughs> well, George finds needs to find someone to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> now he doesn't have a huddle anymore, right? No, he doesn't have a huddle. No, he's he's George is great to listen to. Yeah, he's got right. so many stories and about so many people. Fortunately, I'm not one of them. <laughs> well, you almost told this great story at your Hall of Fame induction speech that I know Perloff wanted to know about. Oh, yeah. It was a little close to his heart. Oh, so you mentioned that you tried out for the 76ers in 72. Mm-hmm. So I'm from Philadelphia, and that, that team was actually famous. I don't know if that was the nine-win team coming off the nine-win team. And they had a guy named Fred Carter who my father knew. Uh, but you didn't tell the story. You said, I'll have to tell it later. So what, what was that about? Well, the story was I got cut, but um, no, I, I went in and I think they just needed, you know, some body. So <laughs> I, I kept, they kept cutting people and I stayed and then they cut people and I stayed and at, at the kind of the end for me anyways, I was there with the number one pick and a number two pick. So we're, we're sitting in there waiting to hear, you know, who made it, who didn't make it, that kind of thing. Cause I knew I didn't make it. I was just kind of sitting in there, see who did. And so the trainer came over. His name was Aldomenico. They called him the Fonz. I guess they thought he looked like Henry Winkler. <laughs> I didn't think that much. But um, so he comes in and said, Ewans want to know who made it or who didn't make it. Well, both these guys jump up, say, hey, man, quit pulling with just tell us who made it. And he said, none of you. Bleeps. Really? Yeah. Wow. And ran out. <laughs> so he just ran out. So. And he was the jokester, you know. He was the guy that made everybody laugh. So they figure he's, you know, joking with them. And he doesn't come back. So now they go out in the hallway, and they're running up and down the hallway trying to find the guy to find out who made it, who didn't make it. In the meantime, I'm I'm gathering up mementos, (laughs) stuffing them in my bag, you know, and I know I didn't make it. I'm out. Well, how would the trajectory of your life have been if you had made it uh, on an NBA team? I'd have sat on a bench a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, once you get into the Hall of Fame, you've had the career you've had. I mentioned the Final Fours. Like, is there any unfinished business left for you when it comes to coaching in college basketball? Sure. I haven't won yet. Does that Mm. still, like, eat at you, or how do you feel about that? I don't think it eats at me, but I would – it would be nice to win one before I quit. So, also in your Hall of Fame speech, you talked about your dad um, and your coach's son – uh, when you're coaching today, do you still sort of hear your dad's lessons in your ear? Do you apply what you learned from him even to this year? I don't have to be coaching to hear my dad in my ears. Mm. I, I hear that. I hear that all the time. Uh, and my dad was a great coach. I mean, if you, you look at or talk to anybody in Ohio, he was the pre- the, the predominant person about a basketball in the state of Ohio. So, yeah, I mean, you, I learned a lot. What makes a what makes him a great coach? What what's the difference between you know your average coach and a great coach like your dad and, and you and the elite guys that we were talking about? Well, I think I think detail. Um, he practiced four hours. I mean, you can get a lot done in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, I don't know anybody else I've ever heard of that practiced four hours, but he practiced four hours, and it, and it was fundamental things. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't running up and down and, and playing and, you know, that kind of thing. It was fundamental things, fundamental things about basketball. So his teams were very fundamental, very very sound in, in what they did. Coach Bob Huggins is in studio with us. So this must be exciting for you, I would imagine, where a guy who played for you and Joe Missoula is now going to be the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Now it's a little bit of a unique situation how he got the job, but at the end of the day, he has the job. Have you reached out to him? Have you talked to him about what he's about to step into? He called me the morning that he found out he got the job. Woke me up, actually. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we talked. We talked in the morning, but uh, no, I mean Joe's uh, Joe's been a soldier. You know, he's he's been in the organization. He's worked. He's done everything that he's been asked to do. And I think that's what you do. You reward people who deserve to get jobs. And I think they obviously felt that Joe deserved a job. What's the biggest obstacle that's going to be facing him as he now steps into this big role? Like, he wasn't even one of the first guys on the bench for the Celtics last year. Now he's the head guy. That's an easy question. Winning games. <laughs> that's the biggest obstacle. You know, I mean, if you if, if he doesn't win games, obviously it's going to be his fault. How's it different? Uh, he's coaching the NBA. Is it, a, is it a different ball game to coach in that league compared to college? I don't know. I've never been there. But you know. Well, you know, I had opportunities, and for whatever reason, sometimes I look back and wish maybe I I had taken some of the opportunities that I had to coach in the NBA, but I can't complain about my life. My life's been pretty good. What's the closest you ever got to the NBA? Can you tell us now that it it didn't happen? The first one was Miami, and I I probably should have taken the Miami job. What year was this? Uh, I know it was right after I think we got beat in the Final Four, not the first time. This is a question that has just been on my mind for quite some time, and and because you're here in studio, we get to ask you. We just saw Arch Manning have this massive recruitment, right? All over the country, college football programs were lining up for Peyton and Eli's nephew, Arch Manning. We have Bronny James, mm. LeBron's son, who is a, a, a highly touted uh, high school basketball player. Yeah, Coach, we don't hear one thing about him getting recruited to college. Why is that? Why is no one recruiting Bronny James? I don't know other than the fact that, that maybe people think that he's going to go directly to the NBA. But right now he wouldn't be able to do that, right? He well, didn't. right now he wouldn't, but in, in a year or so he'll be able to. So, uh, wait, did you recruit his dad? I knew LeBron when LeBron was still at St. Vincent, St. Mary's. Sure. Yeah. You should have seen him play football. Really? Uh, he, he talks was about that. big time. Yeah. He'd, he'd have been he'd have been one of the great receivers of all time. Well, uh, and your dad was like an Ohio coaching legend, so obviously you have these ties to Ohio. Did did you try to get LeBron? Well, I coached at the University of Akron. Of course. Yeah. So I was in Akron, and, and Cincinnati, St. Vincent St. Mary's was, what, less than a mile. So what's something that we would be surprised to learn about LeBron James? What a good guy he is. Mm. Uh, he, he's a terrific guy, and and really always has been. Always, and he what he's done for the, Akron community, the people in the Akron community, I, I don't think very many people would or could or should have do because he's he's done it all. Okay, so your your friend Coach K is retired. Uh, have you heard from him? And is is he driving his wife crazy? Do you know what he's <laughs> like? Uh, I can't picture the sport without him, but I I wonder what he does, is he going to do on a day to day basis. No, I haven't talked to Mike. I you know I just I think sometimes you just kind of let people unwind. You know, mm. so I haven't bothered him. 
Roy's another story. Now I bother Roy. <laughs> yeah. Roy. Roy and I have become very dear friends mm. from the Michael Jordan fantasy camp. And I, I told Roy when they, they put us together, and I said, Roy, we're going to be fine. And he said, what do you mean? I said, well, you're worried about recruiting, and I can't get the guys you recruit, <laughs> and you don't want the ones that I recruit. <laughs> so we'll, 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 we'll get along great. And we have over the last whatever, eight, ten years, whatever, Roy and I have been very dear friends. And I know you mentioned Coach Beheim. Uh, in your speech as well, I assume you guys are pretty tight. Well, I played at West Virginia, and we played Syracuse. Mm. So he was coaching when I was playing. Do you remind him of that every chance you get? Every every time I see him, I do. And actually, we were losing the game. We came back and won a game, and I was fortunate enough to make a couple free throws, and I kind of throw that at him at a time or two. But he's such a good guy, such a good guy. Yeah. I mean, who's going to be coaching longer, you or him? The way he's gone, maybe him. Has NIL, the transfer portal, these two really big, huge things that have come now and kind of just changed everything, it seems like, in college athletics. Um, which one do you find has had the bigger impact on you and your program? Well, I jokingly said that, you know, I, I really like the deal that they all got cars. They don't ask to borrow mine. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it's good. I, I didn't know what I would think about it when it happened. I didn't I really didn't like the portal. I didn't like the idea of the portal and now that it's come and gone it's yeah, I kind of liked it. I mean I think I think kids can then you know kind of because they do they watch basketball. They watch a lot of lot of basketball on television and they you know I would think say well I'd like to play in that kind of style. So you know I think they get to pick style of play. Uh, maybe to a degree coaching. Mm. Uh, so I think, I think that was good. I, I think that, and I, I mean, I was, I was a guy who got, you know, we got $10 a month and had to stand in line to get it. Mm. And when I played at West Virginia, I had $10 a month and, and it's tough. It's tough to, it's tough to make it, you know? And especially when you travel, you come back the cafeterias closed, you get nothing to eat. You got no money. Oh, those days are over now. I mean, they've got plenty of money to eat on and do whatever it is they do with it, and, and they got a car. So I uh, I played two years of JV basketball at Dartmouth College. Did you get a car? I did not get a car, but I have two years <laughs> left of eligibility at least. <laughs> do you need a middle-aged six-foot-four <laughs> shooter? I can't, this is really the only reason we I, wanted you to come in today, and to be honest, like, just to try to I get think you'd off make, to West Virginia. I think you'd make me play defense, which would be a problem. <laughs> Well, here's 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 the truth. I've got enough bad players already. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. It, well, I'm a good spirit guy. Though. I don't need I don't need to recruit another bad player. I've, I've got enough already. Expert uh, clipboard clipboard holder. This guy. Yeah. yeah no, Real I'm, a, rah, I'm rah. a good hype guy. Yeah. I don't know. A good pat on the good back. Culture you guy. Got that. Do you know what to hype? No. Yeah. Dunks and alley oops. Yeah. My well, whole basketball career I, is like, hey, that guy's really good. I'm going to be befriend him. Well, hyping's one thing. I mean. Knowing what you're hyping is another. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Coach, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks for coming in. Uh, congratulations again on the Hall of Fame. Have a well, great thank season. thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks.